The following show features episodic breakdowns of jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Surprise. Ooh. If you're a... Surprise. You, speaking of surprises, you looked surprised when uh, when Jay started the episode. You literally like like gasped <laughs> well, a little bit. He goes in, he, you know, we talk, we talk, and then he just goes right into it. Throws me off every time, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's okay. Chris may say that. I will vouch for Jay in the sense that before we before we start recording, Jay says, "Okay, you ready? Everyone, good to go? Okay." And then he starts, and it always yeah, catches Chris I'm not off paying guard. Attention, man. You think I want to hear you fucking nerds talk in the background? I just want to get this shit over with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, that makes sense. That makes but sense. But it is, yeah, it's a huge surprise because if you listen to the last episode, as I'm sure you all did because you're loyal listeners, we promised you Wild Boys Season 2, Episode 3. But you know what? We wanted to get... Season 2, Episode 2. Season 2, Episode 2. You always got to correct me. Who cares? It's irrelevant. Well, I mean... <laughs> it's irrelevant. Know, some might say that... Some might say it's important to get things right. I'm just, I am, I'm an advocate for those people. Some might say, Some but, might, yeah. you know what? Some we want to feel say. the Christmas cheer. It's Christmas time mm-hmm. around everybody. So, you know what we found? We scoured the, the jackass vault and figured the best thing okay. that we could possibly do was find Dudesons, the Christmas special, which, ha- which is very random because it's season two, episode four of the Dudesons show, but it was the season most- four, episode two. That's actually correct. I do remember that because I couldn't find the episode when I was trying to search it because I made that backwards as well. <laughs> but yeah, so the annoying part is it came out January 22nd of the year 2004. So like you thought it would come out before Christmas. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Everywhere I looked said that. No, 2010. Whatever. Whatever the year is. It doesn't even matter because I'm not doing a fun fact today. Why not? I'm doing a public service announcement. Oh, okay. Just, What's the public yeah. service announcement? Oh, fuck. This is going to be so. worse Sorry, than so. a Let me just mark my shirt. I have a bad you know, Biden is a half-sender. I'm yeah. the man okay. of the people. Anyways. Okay. He's not, not even an American. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> I'm American by heart. I believe in freedom. Okay. Bald eagles and America. Yep. Fuck yeah. But anyways. <laughs> have you guys ever wondered the whole thing about it's really annoying because it's been bothering me for a while. So I assume there was something behind it. When people say, don't say Merry Christmas anymore, say Happy Holidays because it's not inclusive. Sure. You know, everyone's getting on this stupid ass shit these days. Okay. Right? Everyone's everyone's complying to this. You go to businesses, it doesn't say Merry Christmas anymore. <laughs> hey, or Merry Christmas happy or Happy Hanukkah. Right? Those are the right. two, right? That We said that before. <laughs> right? Hank, stop distracting me with your ball because I'm about to go on a rant. So Hank is the dog that's next to Chris for the listener. What ended up happening is I looked this up because it was really bothering me. Do you mm-hmm. realize other than Christmas and Hanukkah and I, as a part Jewish person, Hanukkah is literally like the people don't believe this. It's like one of the least important holidays of all the Judaism religion. There's not a sure. other single fucking holiday that lies on that time. Eid isn't there. Uh, Ramadan isn't there. Uh, if you go through any of the other religions. So we're saying fucking, we can't say Merry Christmas for inclusiveness for no other fucking holidays. This is fucking bullshit. Someone scammed us and it fucking pisses me off. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. If you want to go there and you don't even have to, cause the Jews don't give a fuck about Hanukkah. So fuck you. Whoever made that shit up can suck my fucking dick. It's okay. Merry Christmas from here on out, boys and girls. That's your public service announcement. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I did the research. Um, There's no other holidays. Like Eid is before Christmas. You want to say, uh, uh, there's so many other ones, but none of them have to do with Christmas time. <laughs> Hanukkah, Christmas, Diwali Eid, isn't there, Yom Kippur the isn't there. It doesn't even matter, man. It's all bullshit. They, they, whoever made this is just trying to get people divided. We need to come together. doesn't matter what religion you are. Let's be together. I'm a man of the people. And it's okay to say fucking Merry Christmas because Christians appreciate it. Same way as it's saying think- Happy Eid or fucking Happy Ramadan or... You know what I mean? I think the the argument would be that at least in North America, just to play devil's advocate, you know, um, that there are so many races, religions, creeds that don't celebrate Christmas, and yet the the whole world or the whole of North America changes to accommodate Christmas. Yeah, because it's the so fucking by right saying religion. Happy ho- 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought it was because of the money. I think it's a lot of that. By the way, this this leads me into a point I have to make. Mm -hmm. There, there. We we had someone. uh, I I uh, I can't remember what award ceremony it was, but there was a a, an award ceremony that came out recently, and it gave out an award for best ensemble cast. And the the award was a tie. It was actually a tie between Jackass Forever, congratulations, and a movie called Women Talking. And all I could think, (laughs) and I said this, was that we should have called our podcast Women Talking Jackass Forever, and then we would seemed like some sort of uh, oracle of delphi or something like that one person replied to that uh rob sandage 1123 and said uh or rather rainbow flag lefty nerds talking jackass forever and all i could say to the person was clearly you've never heard chris speak because he does enough non-lefty talk for the both 100 and you know what i respect his opinion Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Really I'm glad to know there's happy a few holidays. Oh, sorry. Fucking, fucking yeah. Merry Christmas. And then, and then a quick yeah. shout out that I just want to give as well uh, on TikTok. We have at Junkrat on TikTok. I'm, uh, a man after my own heart because Junkrat <laughs> is an Overwatch reference. Uh, Jameson Fox uh, is getting is going through surgery. And I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out to uh, to to them just to kind of what say, kind of well, thinking about you. I hope it all goes well. They're actually getting the It's the surgery that basically replaces their colon. Uh, oh. with with like a uh, a bag so pretty pretty serious oh. stuff but oh. we're thinking about you we hope it goes hey, well hey man yeah you're gonna get yeah. through it buddy merry Best christmas wishes. i hope wish you all the best goes honestly, well deep down i ain't fucking joking yeah. about this shit man you're a legend keep being tough there you go and hopefully now that we're past the uh <laughs> seven minute mark of the of the show we'll be able to make you laugh a little bit too so you don't so, think uh, you don't think chris's rant about christmas made it made anyone laugh <laughs> By the way, the last episode of uh, the Conan O'Brien uh, show uh, was 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 January twenty second, twenty ten. I thought that was a cool fun fact. Oh, well, I had the but wrong no, date. No Christmas. But yeah, if we're, if we're oh, doing really? a Christmas episode. I'm giving a Christmas. Yeah, why didn't rant. we go with It's that? okay to say True. Merry Christmas, Man, and if you don't like it, okay. Fucking change your hair back from blue to normal color. You fucking lefty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris balances this out. I like it. So, so. Hi, Jackass listener. What is the Dudesons, you might be asking, if you've never heard of them before. They are a group of boys from the good old yeah, nation Lapland, of Finland. Actually, to be specific. Yes, they uh, have been They're best from friends. Lapland in Sweden, Sorry? to be specific. Not in Sweden, in Finland. In Finland. Well, then what was the... Hey, no, you're 100% Lapland right. sure it was Finland. Wrong. Lapland is, a, is, is the northern <laughs> territory within Finland. <laughs> I was trying to be smart and I fucked well, up fuck as me. per all usual. Right. All right, the boys guys. are from Finland. I'm going to let you fucking continue on. I ranted enough already. I'll be quiet. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> the Dudesons. Well, jackass listener, you might be wondering, should I just start over? Is that, is that where we're at now? The Dudesons. They've been best friends from high, since high school. Uh, they come from the land of Finland. We've got, uh, I'm going to butcher all these names because... I believe in the in the language a J is pronounced yeah, as a yeah. Y sound in, in in the English tongue. So it's uh we've got is it Yukes, Yucks, Yarpy, HP, and Yarno. I hope I it's, did all it's right. Close. There. Yeah, I mean Yarpy Let me is, know. is I, I or sorry Yuka <laughs> is is kind of the uh, uh the main character. We'll go we'll go over them as Yuka. as as sorry. we as Yuka. we go uh um you know each of the different yeah, characters as they kind of have their their time in the sun. Uh, if you're a fan of the Dudesons, great. If I feel like jackass fans watch jackass they watch viva la bam they watch wild boys and sometimes they venture out into things like dirty sanchez or or uh uh you know cky if they're if they're a fan of the earlier stuff but the dudeson seems to be one that's kind of on the outskirts but holy shit these guys be. are badass it shouldn't be it shouldn't be. They they are fantastic. And I gotta yeah, say, great. you know, we went back and we watched uh Jackass seasons one through three. We watched a lot of Evil Abam. We've watched the Wild Boys. We're on season two of Wild Boys now. I'm so thrilled to go back to the Dudesons because this is 2010, as we said that it came out in. There is such a good narrative structure to the Dudesons. They seem like they craft a story throughout the whole episode. You go back to a segment with a clear statement and it tells you what it's going to do and then it does it and then they take something from it and carry it into the next mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. This is like a work of fucking art. I was I was blown away by this episode and I can't wait to do more Dudesons somewhere down the you line. You get almost a decade past yeah. prime jackass when they're figuring themselves yeah. out and you have people that are arguably doing more hardcore shit than the jackass guys were, but also building upon the model that the jackass guys created. So yes. they, they, they found this model 
They love these guys. They're paying homage. They're not trying to rip anything off. And, and the jackass guys say it all the time. They actually really respect these guys. Yeah. And to me, I, I love this shit. I actually kind of want to go back and make sure we do these seasons as well moving forward. hundred percent. This was a, this, this was a, a ton pleasant of fun. Surprise. Yeah, and I love that uh, they clearly did their homework, the dudes, since you can tell that they've closely watched and grew up with the jackass uh, crew in, in their own homes. And now when they've, you know, you can really tell, like I said, it, it is very DIY, but the production value is there. They, they care about the cameras they're using, getting the right shots, framing all this shit that you would see from a professional camera crew shooting jackass. They're doing it themselves. And I love that. They've definitely got a budget behind it. That might be because we're in season four at this point. I'm, I'm sure that has something to do with it, but I really got vibes of a mix of jackass with like the Viva La Bam yeah. production style yeah, totally. in this show. So if you're a fan of jackass, Viva La Bam, Wild Boys, whatever, you're probably going to love this if this is your first time with the Dudesons. Welcome. This is Santa's Little Helpers. Let's jump right into it and uh, Merry fucking Christmas. So somewhere in Lapland, Santa Claus is here with Mrs. Claus and his helpers as well. And I love there's a running joke that is throughout this whole episode where he keeps just referring to Mrs. Claus as my, soon to be my ex-wife. <laughs> my soon to be ex-wife. Like with every stunt. Yeah, HP just dressed up as that. Mrs. Claus, yeah. Yeah, she's going to eat shit and die and uh, <laughs> soon to be my ex-wife. And he just keeps harping on that and I love it. But uh, so we get Yarno. He's going to climb up to the top of this very tall pine tree. They're out, you know, on some wintry, snowy mountain right here. Looks absolutely beautiful out there, by the way. And uh, the plan is he's going to be the treetop rider. So we get a chainsaw ready to go at the bottom of the tree, cut this fucker down and see what happens. Did you guys happen to notice that we're getting like early GoPro action here, except they hadn't figured out yet that it works better if you tape it to your head and not your forearm. Yes, it wasn't even a GoPro. <laughs> I think it was just like a camcorder that he tapes yeah, to his, because the, the, the GoPro yeah. like didn't even exist at this point, probably, or, or was, was no. beyond the scope of what they could do. Um, right away, I'm just like, okay, okay, two things about this. One, objectively, this is badass. This is a tall tree. Uh, 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 really they're going to cut it down. It's it's a very tall tree and, and Yarno is going to go to the top and fall down with it. But the other part of this is, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but whenever you see a tree fall or someone fall in a tree or something like that, Did it make a sound. Is there a part? What's that? Did it make a sound? God damn it. <laughs> no, well, no, no. I was hoping nobody was going to say that, that we were just going to overlook <laughs> it, that we were all thinking it. And nobody had to say it. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, no, I was, I always think that like it wouldn't hurt. Like whenever you see a tree fall down, I think because of the scale of it, it looks like it's going so slow. And I'm like, yeah, if you were under that, I could just like hold it up. But like trees are so fucking heavy. If you're on the top of this, you're going straight down to the There's something about it, though. When you see a tree fall, it looks delicate. Yeah. And I can't get over that. It's like the whole, uh, if you're yeah. falling in an elevator. Or you can jump up at the last second, you'll be fine, type thing. Yeah, a little. Yeah, you think you think that's okay. gonna help? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I love with the uh, duct tape arm cam here. You can really hear his breathing speed up yes. as the chainsaw starts, and that tree starts to shake. You can tell he's he's amped up. So I I think there's something to be said there, Mikey. That from that perspective, and actually being the one doing it, it probably feels a hell of a lot different for sure. Um, he comes down. And it's pretty much what you expect. Like he's fine at the end of it. He doesn't go flying off or anything, but I love the line when he gets up and he just says, that was a good slam. I like it. Like <laughs> it amps that's all up. I needed to hear. It's like, it he, like that's up. his sustenance for the day. It's fucking crazy. But all I could think this whole time, you know, you talk about Jay, how this is kind of like a mix between Jackass and Viva La Bam. And I, I definitely see that. But the one major difference is, this is so much less safe than all of that. It's almost amazing that yeah, MTV picked yeah. these guys up because they clearly don't have a safety coordinator, which it feels like legally you would have to have on any major production. Um, and it's just like you can't have someone climb to the top of a tree and cut it down. He's like 50 feet up in the air. It's it's wild. It's amazing. And, and we at, at one point were actually going to do season one, episode one of the Dudesons uh, on this podcast. So I watched it and, and and then we decided not to do it. But in that episode, when they kind of go over some of their past stunts, people like break their legs almost off. Everyone gets incredibly hurt concussions, broken backs, broken necks. Mm. Like these guys go through, they burnt their house down at one point. Like this is no joking around. So there's this added tinge when these guys do stunts that something could very well go very wrong at every turn. Yeah. Well, now I think it's about time, since it is the Christmas season after all, that we find out how it feels to be a real Santa Claus. Um, and I love that. This is what, Mikey, you mentioned earlier. 
they lay out the episode for you. Right. And I don't know, should we, should we talk about, do, do you want to keep it a secret as we go through or should we just blow it all here? Cause that's what they do when you're watching this. They tell you what the stunts are going to be. And I actually really liked that. No, like, okay, it, this, cool. this feels like expect. a, like a high but, school essay, like in the, where, yeah, yeah. where it's like, there's a thesis statement, they lay out their arguments and they say, this is what we're going to do. And then they do it. And it just makes me know where we're at at all points in the episode. Like I loved it. I loved that structure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, hey, if you don't want it it to be spoiled and you want to find out <laughs> stunt by stunt, skip ahead like 10, 15 seconds. But they want to find out what it feels like to be a real Santa Claus. And that's going to be sneaking into someone's house, testing the safety of presence, <laughs> building a Santa sled, and finally find out if people are naughty or yes. nice. And I, I'm pumped, guys. I'm all in. After that that tree uh, mm-hmm. intro and everything, I feel like these guys have potential. And for a first time viewer myself, I'm already on board. So uh, here we go to the Dudson's cabin for the first stunt. They're going to test the safety of children because it is paramount after all. And Barbie dolls can kill you. So (laughs) yeah, fun fact. Are you ready though, guys, to start with what I think was a great intro to test the safety of these toys. It's the Barbie cannon. Do we, what do we call in this thing? Do we have a name for this? Like a potato launcher? Like a potato gun. That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. Like a potato gun. That seems, that seems right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. They just got one guy at the end of the room. I think it's uh, Yuka, and they're yep. just going to shoot it right at his face. <laughs> and yeah, it's about as funny as you can imagine. Just picture that. It's fucking hilarious. They shove two Barbies into the potato gun. And this is, this is again, the difference between Jackass and, and these guys. There's no way Johnny Knoxville is letting someone hit him in the face with these things. No, like no discredit to Johnny Knoxville, but like you don't want a broken nose. You don't, you, you know, it's, it's going to be the chest or it's going to be the ass or something like that. Taking like a potato gun of, of Barbie straight to the face is fucking badass and it hits him yeah. right in the nose. Like that's, <laughs> it's a small difference, but I, I don't think you would see the jackass guys doing that. It would be chest, ass, something like that, but not the face. Yeah. And I, I love that, um, you know, they're all in on it to the point that they're, they're actually going to take this next part of the toy test to a level that we all know you're not supposed to, <laughs> but they do it. And it kind of leaves you in shock for, for something so <laughs> for seemingly seriously. so simple. This is the Lego test. Now we all know it says on the, any Lego package that children under three shouldn't be playing with this shit because right. they're going to put it in their mouths and they're going to swallow it. So children what do you under think three we're here or, to do? or, uh, uh, or the old friends from Finland. Yeah. That they should, yeah. they should have their own warning on the label. But man, something happens here though. When they pull those Legos out and you don't think like, they're not actually going to do this because they don't just come out and say now time to eat Lego, but they're kind of implying that they're passing them around like snacks. And the first guy <laughs> that takes a small piece and just swallows it. I'm yeah. like, what the, f- did he just do that? Like, it, again, it's a simple thing. It's not like some big orchestrated stunt, but when you see it, you, you kind of like lose your breath for a second. Cause you know, you're not supposed to do that. That's drilled into you from childhood. I know. It's funny. You see Yuka and you see, or sorry, you see Yarpy and you see HP and, and then even Yarno, they do like a little piece and they swallow it. And Yuka just takes like a handful of fucking Legos and puts them in his mouth <laughs> and starts gagging. I Okay. So on Jackass, on Viva La Band, on Wild Boys, all this stuff, people throw up, people do nasty shit. It never enacts my gag reflex with the exception of when Steve-O did the Indian foot lick that, that grossed me out. There's something about watching someone gag because there's something like deep in their throat that was I I found this hard to watch. I felt so like how do you watch your porn every throat. night? Well, the, here's the thing: it does kind of get me off a little bit. So I need a little. So I was very confused while I was watching this scene. It brought me way back to the to the time of being a kid making Legos, and then as an adult. Uh, getting my alone time in or as adult would, get your alone or as a kid getting your alone time in as an adult making Legos. that as well <laughs> that as well you, you gotta you gotta have that connection with the kids at the park somehow right you're trying to train oh they all want to see my lego collection yeah. that's 100 percent true um what would happen it's a good collection i was i was really hoping like if these guys wanted to be a badass uh uh if these guys wanted to be badass as as performers if yuka ate the Legos and shat them out and it was like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> that would have been so fucking cool. They assembled themselves out, inside like, his colon. It have been yes. assembled in his stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those do come out the other end though, right? I, like, I hope I mean, that can be grinded down without damaging you. No, I don't think so. Stomach's strong, I don't think. Pl- yeah, but plastic, like that's like dense yeah, plastic. It'd be tough. They say, yeah, if you swallow chewing gum, they say that just stays in your system. For, that's like, not true. That's not true. Yeah, it's not true. You also believe if you swallow a watermelon seed, you have a watermelon plant growing inside your stomach. (laughs) Yeah. Poking out your butthole. (laughs) 
How about when, when Yarno does his and he starts choking and they Heimlich him and it comes uh-huh. out of his mouth like we're watching a fucking cartoon. It was like that. It thing was Miss It was 100% Miss Was Did someone put pepper on it? Is that what happened? Like, I wasn't even sure if that Heimlich was just for the Santa dry humping a guy joke or if they actually needed to do a real Heimlich there. Like for a second, I was Maybe thinking, a little bit of both. Is this cameraman going to die and that he's going to die while everyone's laughing because they're just getting a kick out of Santa humping a guy <laughs> and then realize it was too late, you know, afterwards? It would make for good television, man. I don't really know. Good television. But uh, the next and final test, they have an innocent looking flower, innocent. also known as a cactus. Yes. Uh, and we've got Mrs. Claus here, who I believe is played again by HP. Um, HP. Thank you, Mikey. HP. And uh, they've, they've already got his pants pulled down. <laughs> so his ass is exposed. And I love that they've just got a guy behind him, arms hooked underneath his, uh, his shoulders, like under the armpits. And uh, they're just holding him above this plant. And you can tell he's already just sweating bullets because he knows, you know, he knows what's coming. And there's just something about that position. That just got me laughing. It, just they didn't even bare need to ass drop over a cactus. Yeah, yeah 100%. Just stuff about it. It's the, what I love about this segment is it's so simple. They, it, with the exception of the potato gun, they don't even have props really. They're just doing random things and eating Legos and dropping an ass on a cactus. It it feels like it's just kids. You know how we love the paper cuts or nutball, just kids hanging around, getting into trouble, like those vibes. That's what this had, yeah. and just dropping your friend on a cactus is that it's great he makes it way worse on himself though by the way because he kind of like pulls up a little bit and then it goes straight into his back instead of his ass i feel like he would have been better off if he just went ass first Ah, free acupuncture though i guess ass first ass first is is the way to go yeah he's got a pretty bloody gash and a bunch of cactus spikes sticking out of his back they they pry them all out and uh that's pretty much the end of that. But yeah, I had fun with that. I'm with you, Mikey. It's it's simple, but it's just some, it's the kind of fucking around you want to see on these types I of I love shows. how they, they just saw it all they up. Pro- it. Like if you, if you just look, yes. like this was goal number one, we need to test the toys. Barbies, not okay. Legos, mm-hmm. not okay. Innocent Flowers, okay. Somehow that 100%. was an okay. <laughs> they gave that, they gave <laughs> that, that to pass. Yeah. So good. I love, I love it. it. So simple. And Mrs. Claus lives another day. So uh, <laughs> soon to be ex-wife, maybe not so soon. I'm glad these guys did the safety testing, though, so that we didn't have to. At the end of the day, I think that's... We yeah, we wouldn't want to take a Barbie to the face. But now it's time for a little game called Naughty or Nice. And when they came out from the bush to a traffic circle <laughs> holding their own traffic barriers and stop signs, I was already on board. This sounds like an amazing idea. And it just got me thinking about like, what are the laws in Finland? Like, <laughs> you know, how serious is, is, is this a, of a violation? You can go and just stop traffic. The idea here is they want to make a big, big enough traffic jam to try and co- like coerce people to come out of their cars and dance with the Santas. That's all they're doing here. Um, the ones who try to escape. Yes. Yes. They're put on the naughty list. So yeah, let's, let's see what happens. Guys, were you as surprised as I was when I noticed these people are like ultra fucking polite. Like a lot of them were getting out of their cars smiling and were happy to dance along with the Santas or politely move the barricades sure. out of the way. You and know? almost apologize for doing so. Like you, th- yeah. this is such a funny image too of like, they stop a couple cars, they put the barricade and then they look at the cars and walk over to a ditch and hide. And they're like, I don't think anyone saw us. And it's like, it's like, <laughs> but I think that was more Dracula actually than, than the, no, it's pretty close. Mikey, um, honestly. Oh, thanks. Ryan. Thanks. Um, uh, but it's the, the image of them now waiting and the people who see them walk over in the ditch and, and they're like, what the fuck are these people doing? And they still apologize for moving it. You'd get shot in America no, like, for this. I, I want to oh, pose that on. question to you yeah. guys, honestly. If this happened to you, and Jay, I know you live in bumfuck Canada, so maybe it's not as much road rage and traffic and shit like that, but I will ask you this as well, too. On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you honestly project that you would go to violence in this moment? I would, I would personally, you know, I'd like to think that I'd be nice and friendly because this ends up being a really sweet, sweet scene when they're all like ring around the rosy in cars. I would lose my fucking mind. I would lose the ring of the rosy would piss me off more than anything. Like, how do you guys not fucking care about this? You fucking nerds. I I, I would go to places eight out of 10 for sure. 
especially because nowadays you have these uh, uh, like pranksters, quote unquote, TikTok pranksters are everywhere. And I hate pranks. Jay, you mentioned earlier, it's like the concept of a prank has just changed entirely with this new generation. They're like, oh, I punched you in the face and stole your lunch. But don't worry, there's a camera. So it's all okay." And it's like, no, 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 there's nothing fun about that. Like, what are you talking about? This this kind of maybe, but I don't think I would be on the right side of this one. I think I'd be on the naughty list for sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I think my patience would wear pretty thin, especially if I was like on the way somewhere, you know, and yeah. I knew I had to get there. I'd be like, ah, fuck. Well, not now. But the fact that they did get a group of strangers to join hands and dance ring around the rosy, you know, around a parked car was pretty impressive. I didn't think that was going to happen at all, but they it was pulled it off somehow. I was, I was actually laughing I would like and, and smiling. I was really, it, it was very endearing. I loved it. I, it made me want to go to Finland. The weirdest thing about this one, though, never mind the fact that they get 20 cars to ring around a rosy another car, is the fact that they start singing a song, deep, deep, deep. or whatever everyone in the circle knows that song does everyone in finland know is this based on something must be like merry christmas in finland yeah it it just it felt like something they were making up and then everyone knew it it felt almost culty it was it scared me a little bit (laughs) yeah nothing better though when they're chasing down the cars who are are being you know stricken onto the naughty list yeah with their tiny little stop sign (laughs) in one hand just yelling at them no presents for you printed on like a like a laser jet printer from home and then posted to a to a popsicle stick yeah I think the only thing they could have did to, to make this more official, because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but if I see a group of Santas putting up barricades, I'm, I'm probably wondering, you know, maybe some high vis vests would yes. have uh, made that more official. No, maybe no I would construction have been more workers out there dress up as Santa Claus. That's just what you they know? do. Yeah, but they're, yeah, there's Santas. Yes, but they're wearing the vest. You got to respect. Oh, the vest yes. The did, the did they, oh, I didn't even notice they had the vests on. That's funny. No, they should have the vests yes. on. Is what I'm saying, yeah. because then nobody would fuck with them. I mean, you can't just put on a high vis his vest you could walk on any flight in the airport you want come on it sounds very fight club and it scares me (laughs) yeah so we're gonna find someone to get a special christmas surprise in just a moment but in the meantime while we set up for that we've got a pretty lengthy meaty segment um this is the santa sled test and I liked this. I like that they spent some time here because this is kind of what I wanted to see in a Christmas episode. Dudes at a snowboard, you know, a a mountain somewhere, a snowboard hill, and they're just going to go down and just do some stunts. And that's basically what we're doing here, which is great. So the first one was a huge positive thing. Like we've seen the jackass guys doing tubes and doing, you know, snow, uh, snow surfing. It's nice to add a little concept, at least like snow surfing as a concept for no reason other than to make sure it hurt more. They came up with the greatest fucking idea. The handbrake. You know, <laughs> the handbrake. they have an elastic band yeah. or whatever it is that's a rope that's connecting the two sleds and they go on parallel sides to a tree branch. So when they do hit the jump, it gives them that extra little oomph. Like, uh-huh. these guys are full sending mm. it. They are not Biden. They are not a half sender. They are full senders. <laughs> and I fucking love it. I, I just, I, they're, they're going 100%, man. And maybe that's just because they're new and they're trying to get famous at this point. But no, they're not even they're new. They're not even new, point, right? Though. But I, I just no, no, appreciate no. their effort it's fucking awesome these guys are legends they really go mm-hmm. for it and not not only the fact that they add an element of pain to it they stuff the sleds with presents and <laughs> carpets so that when the sled gets pulled back presents go flying in the air and it's like where is santa and where are the presents and where is the carpet so like f- visually it also looks great it's like like i know a, a lot of the credit in these i'm pretty sure goes to yarno he's like the he's the filmmaker of the group and i bet you he's kind of like a bam margera type where he imagines how to visually film these things and they used to fuck with him like he would be doing editing and and one of the major things they did is they lit his office on fire and he lost all his editing equipment like that's actually oh a real God. thing that happened to them <laughs> and then their whole place burnt down um uh but but he seemed to clearly learn and get better with time like like he's if it's him or if it's the group i don't mm-hmm. know but they're so good at putting a spectacle together yeah yeah i love with the handbrake test too that they measured it perfectly so that the sled yes. would pull away from under them right at the apex of the jump too because it works so good the visual is great you know uh, it's kind of got that cartoonish, you know, falling off the edge of a cliff and you get a couple seconds of hang time before the fall happens. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, don't you look know? down it's and you uh, won't fall. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Um, uh, but next it's time, you know, Santa works his ass off this time of year. He's got to take a load off, put your feet up, sit on the red couch, the casting couch. Probably they pulled out of the, the old, <laughs> yeah, uh, cabin there. They've tied it to the back of a snowmobile and they're basically just going to be 
driving it down the mountain, uh, driven by my soon to be my ex-wife. Um, so basically they're just going to drive as fast as they can and see how long Santa can hang on. It, it's kind of anticlimactic, but again, I like the visual here. By the time they take the first big corner, Santa just eats shit into the snow and, uh, yeah, short, but sweet, but I, I appreciated yeah. the effort. Another one that's like not necessarily painful, but it's fun because of the spectacle that they've made around it. I don't always need to see them get hurt. You know, but I I like that they're having fun and they're finding ways to imbue it with a little bit of character. And theatrics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, But yeah, next up, uh, we're heading back to the ski resort for the autopilot test. (laughs) Everyone gets on to a big inflatable raft and again, loaded with presents, as we described earlier. And it's basically just the boys taking a huge ass ski jump here and just going to see what happens. And again, tons of fun. Not much to say about it, but. I, I like that it's just back to back to back, you know, uh, snowboarding stunts. It's a, uh, it's a good time. And it's, it's fun. I, I think it was, I think Chris, you mentioned that it was like the jackass tubes or what, one of you mentioned that it was like the tubes from jackass. And, and this is, this is basically that as well, right? You get all three of them on a, on a raft or whatever. And it's very similar to the handbrake one. The only thing separating it, even though the results are roughly the same, is that they're telling a different story with the stunt, but it gives it right. a different feeling too, right? Like it's, it, it, again, I, I don't need to, to, to keep going back to this, but like, Every little bit of of this element of the Santa sleigh tuning could have been very drab. And I think in like no shade at Viva La Bam, but I guess a little bit, they would have tried to do this and it would have been way more chaotic and way less clean. And and I think that that in in being more clear about it, it makes you appreciate all the little moving parts a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. If anything, too, like you're right, they're very they're very good at making these type of stunts look good, you know, yes. like the results are satisfying, even if they're simple stunts. So yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with you there, but I think this last one definitely took a little more thought and planning and I <laughs> appreciate it the most out of all of them. This is Rudolph the red nose. He's not fast enough, this reindeer, unfortunately. So let's strap some rockets to his shiny red ass and see what happens. Uh, no real reindeers were harmed. Oh, and it, okay. It looks like uh, Chris also is flying off into the night. Uh, we ju- we just lost him in the recording, but we're gonna we're gonna go on without him. Chris, we wish you the best of luck there. Um, yeah, he's he's off he's off delivering presents now, right? He's yeah, in a, exactly. he's in a better place. But we're I not think- saying he is Santa Claus. Okay, no one's saying that. But it just so happens that in a couple days, kids are gonna have presents delivered, and Chris had to leave very urgently from this recording. So you tell me. Yeah, if you if you uh, wake up to a uh, half naked man in a Joe Biden shirt in your living room, we apologize <laughs> on behalf of the podcast. Uh, Which is even scarier because if he's half naked and we already know he has a T-shirt, process of elimination. Well, that yeah. dude's Donald ducking it for sure. You're welcome, <laughs> Donald ducking it. Uh, well. Let's get back to this reindeer, uh, rocket reindeer, it. shall we? Because the fact that they've got this like prop reindeer and they've just shoved a bunch of rockets up its ass is a great visual for one, but 100%. it also just gets the mind, you know, running and the gears turning. You want to see what is going to happen. Is the whole ass going to explode into a bunch of chunks of meat? Is this going to work? Like meat. what is the result? <laughs> meat. Here? This isn't a real deer, Jay. Could be it's taxidermy. Definitely- <laughs> but even don't they, they don't keep they don't keep meat in in the taxidermy. Could imagine you imagine did, how though. horrifying that yeah. would be? That would be so horrifying. You get the taxidermy deer home, you're like, something really stinks in this living room. I don't know what this could be. Yeah, that'd be a good. Actually, instead of filling it with meat, we should uh, get Chris one of those for Christmas, but fill it with snakes. Oh my God, he would uh, find a way to murder every listener of this podcast. He would take <laughs> it out on them. I don't know how they would just start disappearing, Final Destination style, one by one. Yeah. Oh, God, I haven't thought about that franchise in a long time. But I digress. Listen, we got to start up this fucking snowmobile because what they're going to do here is you got to give it a start, right? You can't just go uh, zero to rocket power. You got to right. give it a boost. So they're going to they're gonna pull it a little bit. We're going to get Santa sitting on the rocket reindeer. And honestly, at this point, before they light the rockets, I'm just thinking, even if this falls flat, this whole visual, the fire shooting out the ass... <laughs> It's a gem and it's worth the price of admission. 
I totally agree. I I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, if it was Jackass, we'd have a giant rocket or something like that. Uh, this is obviously a little bit more homebrew, but I think the visual yeah. was great. Yarpy falls off. And by the way, Yarpy is just like all over this episode. He's so clearly the leader of the group now, uh, the Johnny Knoxville, if you will. Um, uh, and, and he like all the power to him. He's he's kicking ass. He's doing a lot of the stunts. He's talking to the camera most often. And I've just I'm I'm enamored by this guy. I really like him. And he so he takes off on the reindeer and it's like right as as the reindeer leaves the the ground, he falls off of it and just gets a fucking face full of rocket sparks like yeah. that can't feel very good. No, in fact, look, the call after landing in the snow is that thing sucks. And I just love that. <laughs> you can tell he's just he's fucking he's pissed off at the reindeer. He's pissed off at how the stunt went. But in a sense, he might feel like this was a total failure. But I think to the viewer, nah, this was great. Like, I totally agree. Yeah, I had so much fun with this. And well, isn't, uh, it, isn't it also interesting, like because they set this whole segment up as figuring out what does and does not work on Santa's sleigh. If the stunt is bad, that still fits the narrative they're trying to tell, because it's like, right. OK, sure, the stunt was bad, but that's because Santa's sleigh doesn't need rockets anymore. And that's what they say. And it's like, OK, that stunt sucked. So Santa's sleigh doesn't have rockets and the other stuff that that it needs are the handbrakes, I think, and and comfortable seats or something like that. It's 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 great. They work it in somehow. Yeah, they're threading a narrative there. I do appreciate that as well. But we got to thread the narrative all the way back to the cabin where we're basically this is like what I want to see moving forward for bank heist movies. Like when they're doing the planning scene and they go back to their headquarters. I want something like this. They have a map um, pinned to... I, I didn't catch which uh, which of the guys this was, but he's this, got quite the gut on him. This is Yar- this is Yarpy again. This yeah. is Yarpy. So he's got his shirt off, and he's got this map pinned to his gut, right? His beer belly, and they're basically just going to do human dartboard at this point to pick the location on the map, which they will <laughs> later in the evening travel to to break into a house to see what it's like to be Santa and you know deliver, deliver presents, presents in the middle of the night. This this for the viewer and for for you, Jason, since you're uh, not as familiar with the the dudesons this this was like yarpy's go-to was the darts to the stomach that was like very early on okay. but it's almost like you know when you're playing a game like elden ring or dark souls or something they throw an enemy at you as a boss and you're like this guy's fucking difficult but by the end of the game you face that at that quote-unquote boss as a regular like field enemy it's like yarpy used to do that as like the big segment like you're gonna throw darts at my stomach and now he's just so badass that that's just something they do as like an interstitial as they figure (laughs) out what else to do i'm like man this guy's a badass yeah it's crazy oh my god and i'm just thinking like the first time seeing it myself i'm thinking like what the fuck man you're gonna puncture your gut like you're gonna have digestive issues like well, no, no pun intended, but like up out the ass here because like, <laughs> I mean, fuck, I would not want to let someone throw a fucking dart right at my gut. No, like I can't no. imagine, but he's got a good layer of fat there. So I assume it. I think uh, you and I are skinny boys. I I, I think yeah. we would worry a little bit more about that piercing literally through our spine from the front. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. So they get their location. It is now Christmas surprise time. The night has fallen. They drive out to somebody's house. And I got to I gotta say, before we even get into this, at this point in the episode, you know, as of you're watching, what are you thinking? Like, how real do you think this is going to be? Do you think they're actually about to break into someone's house unsolicited here? You know, no warning. What, what are you thinking? Honestly, I am the skeptic. And in the beginning of this, I figured that there's no chance this is real. I was like, there's no way this is like a real stranger's house. This has to be a setup. It has to be staged. But there was a feeling in the back of my head of the shit they used to pull. They had a neighbor early on in the Dudesons, and they would like really, really fuck with him. And I think the guy ended up suing. And I just don't think that their regard for their own safety and their own security in the form of, you know, not being arrested play any part in determining these stunts and as the stunt goes on there are specific reasons why i think this is actually real and they didn't just break into a friend's house and and pretend to be santa's did you did you think the same or 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 all in all are you in belief in do you have the belief that this was staged i think i want to believe that it's real i really do because you want something like this to happen to see like what happens in this type of situation you know i i I want it to be real so bad, but surely, you know, there's got to be some law in place in Finland that would prevent this, especially <laughs> at the point we'd like, you know, you're filming yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, well, exactly. yeah I, I know, but like, <laughs> you're, you're literally going in there with evidence 
that you've broken into the place on video. And I mean, you're going to be, this is going to be on a TV show later. So I'm thinking like, okay, if they are doing it for real, there's got to be some heavy, like finger crossing. We're going to go to the home after and like try to clear up. Oh, this was for a TV show. Here's, here's the contract. Here's this, here's that. And like, they just hope that they can like pay that person off to not, you know, press charges or something. But who knows, man? I, it's, I was with you where it was like, I, I wasn't, I didn't just see it and go, oh no, this is fake. I, I was I was on the edge, you know. I I, I was thinking maybe I was, it is. Maybe and, it is. and as as it kind of like develops, you know, they go to the front door, it's locked. They climb the chimney and use an upstairs thing, it's not locked. They almost knock over golf clubs. And yeah. I would have thought that that was staged, but the look on I think it was Yuka, I can't remember who who knocked uh, who knocked them. Or sorry, I think it was Yarno, sorry. Yarno who who almost knocks over the uh the the golf. The look on his face is of actual terror. And as the dog in there starts to bark because they're creeping around. Mm. And again, their intention is to just leave these people gifts or fl- of flowers. As the dog starts to bark, they look at each other like, oh, shit, this is ju- this is happening now. Let's let's just get caught. And yeah. they, I think they're hoping to charm their way out of it. But the the old woman who who comes out to, to find them is having absolutely none of it. And just judging by the looks on their faces, I really believe that this is them actually getting caught for breaking <laughs> into a stranger's house. God, I hope so. Because when the the old lady comes out and turns on the kitchen lights and their response is, excuse us, Merry Christmas. Uh, Like, what the hell are you doing in my cottage? She says, I'll call the police. She's claiming it's a robbery going on. She's fairly calm. I mean, she doesn't know if these boys are armed or what, right? So she's standing her ground with the dog. But I love that there's just And Jay, you're a big fan of the stand your ground laws, aren't you? (laughs) Good catch. As the boys sit politely <laughs> and wait for the police to arrive, there's a beautiful, beautiful um, just moment here where these are like the nicest boys in the world. They've become the nicest, most innocent boys you could ever ask for. Just they really, I really believed that they actually did want to deliver those presents. And I know. That's why they broke in because they just listen. They say, okay, you caught us. Call the police. We're not going to do you any harm. And they're just kind of waiting there for their doom at this point. But they take how, it well. How, con- you know? how conflicted would the person who called the police be? Like the sweetest little kids in your in your place. They're just and you're like, I guess I ha- I have to call the because like I was going to ask you this question. I was going to ask Chris as well, but he's out delivering gifts. I mean, um, not he's uh, not delivering gifts. That's not what that's not what Chris does. He just disconnected because he's not Santa Claus. But would right. you you would call the cops in this situation, right? Oh yeah, I mean, hundred. There's no way around are. that. You would you yeah. would call the cops for sure. And then maybe if you find out and they can prove that it was part of a TV show, maybe then you you back off a little bit. Um, But in the moment, there's no way you let those people leave your house. Not a chance. Yeah, it's a real sketchy ass situation to be in. Um, But hey, there we go. The boys sit politely. They wait for the police to arrive and we get a nice shot of a sad line of Santas with their heads down being escorted to a police (laughs) van outside the building. And uh, the police police officer actually says to them, you're the most gifted lowlives I've seen in a while, which is, ooh, that, that, that's like a deep cut right there. That you know? like the only way that could be worse is if your dad says it to you like Ooh. that. That was like a yeah. that maybe the Finnish cops don't don't rule on uh, like with an iron fist. They just rule mentally by terrorizing you and shaming you because I, <laughs> I would never break in into you. another. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not angry. They're disappointed. Uh, like so much so I've never seen Yarpy look like this before. He looks scared and nervous and mm. sad. And Yarpy's always the guy with the smile, but he's in the back of the paddy wagon like we're so fucked. And everyone else is like we're so fucked. Unless they are brilliant actors, that's real. That is 100% real. Yeah, no, it looks real. It feels real and the inside of that police van, it looks claustrophobic as fuck. Yeah. So I think like once yeah. you're in there and you're barred in and you realize there's no escape, you kind of have a moment of oh well, Shit, Get a like, little scared. Yeah, that was fun. What the fuck fun, did we do? But yeah, now what? You know, and, and the next morning, at least from what I can tell from the editing here, it looks like the next morning they're already out of jail. They're cruising down the road in their uh, in their Jeep together with the top down, still in Santa gear. And uh, they go back <laughs> to the, the old Jeep. lady's It's house. not the Jeep, they, though, Jay. It's their, that's their Santa sled. Sorry. They're very yeah, clear about that. Yeah. The Santa sled is rolling down the roads and... Uh, they go back to the old lady's house and drop her off a little gift basket to apologize. There you go. Class. It's act. so sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah. This whole episode just makes me want to go to Finland. It looks great. 
Yeah, and all I learned from this, Mikey, is that in Finland, if you shoot a guy, you only have to go to jail for seven days. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, they're fine. It's it's okay. Everyone can be forgiven because the reason that you shot the person was for a TV show. So it's all okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got the papers right here to prove it. Uh, <laughs> to send us off, we blow up a few trees on the side of the mountain. And just to piss Chris off, we get a happy Christmas, everyone, which is, I think is a happy medium between happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'll take it. I like it. it. Chris would just be happy that they said Christmas. He's, yeah, he's, that's, that's all he's looking for. Yeah, I think he'd be on, on, their, on their side. How could you be mad at the Dudesons, though, really? You I can't. mean, you can't, right? You can't. And Mikey, don't forget to visit Dudesons.com, okay? Ooh, they put it in the thing? outro. Yeah. Dudesons. Oh, I didn't even com. see that. Dudesons.com. Because this it's is, probably I, 2005 right now. Or otherwise, something. they yeah, they didn't even it wasn't like tagging an, an Instagram account. No. no, this is 2010. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Twitter's obviously a, a thing at that point. But this I remember that was the era where you first started to see like news reports and it would have like the the news reporters Twitter handle at the bottom. And you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? And now <laughs> Why it's would just I so follow common. you. Yeah, why would I? Fo- I'm listening to you right now. What what else do I need to know? More of your yeah. opinions? Ah, or, that sounds wild. Well, yeah, or, why don't you go start a podcast or something, you fucking nerd? Yeah, loser. <laughs> hey, speaking of losers, you want to do an MVP and an LVP? I would love to do an MVP and an LVP. Um, my MVP, I want to go Yarpy. I really want to go Yarpy, but I'm I'm not. I'm actually going to mm. go with the lady in the house because as scared as she was, <laughs> I think she handled the situation perfectly. It's, I'd love to know what happened. You know, did they get charged with anything? Did they not? But it seems like she probably let them walk free. Otherwise, this film, this segment wouldn't have been filmed where they go back to her house and give her something. So for playing along and for letting us all have a good time, it's going to be the lady in the house is my MVP. Okay, that's great. I I wouldn't have expected that at all, by the way. That's a good one. Um, (laughs) And again, I think the people over there in Finland are just, naturally nice like they say we're nice here in canada but even being like from nice old canada i felt like these people were nicer than we are 100 by the I way if they you're, get if the you're out there listening to this and you're not from canada and you have that stereotype of us being really nice it's not that true like there are a lot of assholes in canada i think i think maybe more nice than the united states like generally speaking but it's not like everywhere you go people are just like clamoring to take care of you at least not in the major cities like not in toronto we're, we're kind of dicks sometimes <laughs> oh man i this is hard mikey to pick an mvp because i've just been introduced to a cast of characters which were oh, yeah. all a ton of fun to be around um i think for me though is good it, luck uh, remembering their names <laughs> yeah is it yuka he's the main guy right uh, Yarpy, Yarpy is the, is the, the guy with the beer belly who's in most of the thing. Yuka is the tall, handsome one. And Yarno right. is the guy who's usually behind the camera. So Yarpy, the Yarpy, the guy doing the, he's the mouthpiece. He's the one kind of yes. leading the charge. Yes. He's the one with all the good one-liners. He's the one with soon to be my ex-wife. He's yes. my MVP just because he took the lead so well. And I'm sure yes. that's something he developed over the course of four seasons, but he just made it fun for like a new viewer like myself to want to learn more about these guys. And like, I know a lot of the s- shit they did here was fucking stupid, like swallowing Legos. But if yeah. I was around him, I would almost feel like I'd be influenced to try it too. Like he's got 100%. this magnetism he's going like, what on. What could go wrong? I, what could go yeah. wrong? So I think he's my favorite uh, for this one. I, I love that. He was going to be my MVP if it weren't for the, the lady in the house. So I, I'm glad that he got some recognition. Uh, LVPs. This is a no brainer in my mind. It's everyone who went around the roadblock in the roundabout. You're on the naughty list and I'm doubling down by putting you as the LVP. Don't do that. Play around with the dudesons for a little bit, even though I probably would be my own LVP if faced with that roadblock. Yeah, those roadblocks, by the way, I was expecting someone to just drive through one within right, like a couple right, minutes, you know, just right. like, fuck this. And no, again, nobody really got aggressive. I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're just nicer out there. Um, but yeah, for me, for the LVP, I'm having some trouble with this one because I had so much fun, but I think just from like a trauma standpoint, my LVP (laughs) is the camera guy who swallowed the Lego and I didn't know if I should take him seriously or not because I thought, oh, he's fine. He's just coughing a little because it's getting stuck on the way down. He's good. Surely he's good, right? And then there's a moment where I'm like, oh, this guy's going to straight up die right now. He might die. And nobody's (laughs) taking him seriously. The whole room's like, aha, 
Look at that. He's coughing up the Lego. Eh? Eh? And I'm just thinking like, please give this man the Heimlich maneuver. And then they do it. Thankfully he did. Yeah. There would be nothing worse than dying in a room full of your friends while they laugh at you. That would yeah. be so fucking bad. Especially with a piece of Lego lodged in your throat. So I exactly. think he's, he's my LVP just because I, like, I feel sorry for him. Like My, my LVP no. <laughs> is the, it may, may have been the piece of Lego itself that tried to take down one of the dude's sins. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You yeah, go that down that too. other pipe. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah, man. I just... No disrespect to him either. I think he was a rad dude. I just, yeah. I felt sorry in the sense of like, fuck man, if I was that guy and everybody was just laughing, I just, I felt like that's like going back to fucking, <laughs> um, like, you know, elementary school and having some terrible accident and nobody understanding you and the whole room just pointing and laughing and then it sticks with you, man. It just sticks with you through adulthood and you got to deal with that shit later, you know? Oh. I hear you. And you're you're so ashamed of it that you refuse to put your webcam on on a podcast. Yeah. You don't want to show your face in public. I hear you, man. I know. Oh. It. I actually had oh. a situation. My my version of that. I had these boxers that I fucking loved. They had Goku on them from Dragon Ball Z. And Uh-oh. they said Dragon Ball Z along the uh, along the top. And I was in the change room in gym class and we were changing. It was like a grade seven and eight split or like I was in grade seven and this grade eights were changing and we were changing to go in. They were changing to go out. And I had my my uh, my underwear on. I was putting my shorts on. And like the high school bully looked at me like fucking Dragon Ball Z. That's so gay. And I never wore those boxers again. And I felt so much shame. I loved them so much. It was Goku. What more do you want? But, you know, fuck it. I hated yeah. that guy. And I think about him every day. Did they life. did they make a, a comment about your Dragon Balls at least? Or? Ooh, I wanted to be dragging my balls across his face after he made that comment. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Mikey, even if they did. It wouldn't have been fair because everybody knows there's seven Dragon Balls. You only had two of the seven in your possession. I mean, that's true. That's true. I had to go fight Piccolo and Vegeta for the rest of them. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that. And then your wish could have came true. So um, to to be able to wear my boxers in peace. That was all I wanted. Yeah. But hey, you can uh, send us a picture of your Dragon Balls to at Jackass (laughs) Pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you want to come and find us and uh every time by the way i plug and say that hey we're on tiktok i i kind of want to throw up a little bit but we're there i know so and it's our by far our most popular platform so (laughs) christ almighty but yeah that's uh that's the dude sins we hope you're having a merry uh as chris put it a merry fucking christmas and uh (laughs) We hope it's good. I, You know, we'll be back next week. We're not taking any breaks over the new year or anything, so we will have another episode of uh, Wild Boys, back to Season 2, Episode 2, before the, we ring in the new year, and uh, special surprises coming in the new year sometime in the spring, I'd say. Hey, Mike? Hell yeah. Yeah, so we got I'm a good plan, good plan uh, uh, leading into uh, some special episodes. I'm excited for it. And until then, though... And uh, hopefully, again, I'll apologize one more time if you do find that half-naked man you know the Joe Biden man in your, in your <laughs> the Joe Biden man in your in please your, just, in your place just uh, stuck I'll, in your chimney naked yeah. half dangling into your fireplace <laughs> if you have like an old sweat sock that you haven't washed or some smelling salts mm. lying around just rub you know place that under his nose get give him a yeah. couple whiffs give him a swift kick in the butt send him off <laughs> you know on the way and um, if you can find his pants great but you it's know. gonna be it's gonna be tough I don't think he came there with them if I'm being honest yeah. Yeah, those are those are back at the North Pole for sure. But <laughs> hey, until next week, we'll see you for another episode of Jackass, the final one of 2022. Until then, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!